In the name of the one who came to give us life abundant. Amen. My husband is a freelance musician, and he recently was playing music at a Catholic church, and he heard a compelling sermon. The preacher began his sermon by saying something along the lines of, It's so confusing. Every time I turn around, I am being told there is someone else I am supposed to hate. It can be hard to remember who it is that I'm supposed to hate on any given day. He's right. We are told, I think on a daily basis, that there are people all around us who we are supposed to hate. Politicians, rich people, poor people, Muslims, evangelicals, Catholics or atheists, LGBT people, black people, women, white people, men. Neighbors who put the wrong political sign on their yard. Prisoners. Family members. It's getting harder and harder to keep it all straight. Who are we being told to hate or being given permission to hate today? The Catholic preacher went on to point out a critical truth. That Jesus died for all of us. Including each and every person that society tells us it's okay to hate. It is confusing, though, because historically and contemporarily, lots of these hate messages have come directly from religious institutions. But Jesus, the Good Shepherd, is a figure of love, not of hate. Our Gospel today is one of the Good Shepherd readings, and it comes from the beginning of John, chapter 10 which comes right after John chapter 9, (laughs) which we read in its entirety on the last Sunday of March. It was one of those really long stories. Remember that string of really long stories? It was the one about Jesus giving sight to the blind man and then being scrutinized by the temple officials for working on the Sabbath. Now, the end of John 9 has Jesus telling the man, who can now see, that he, Jesus, came into the world to restore sight to the blind. The religious authorities, upon overhearing this, said, Surely we are not blind, are we? And Jesus confirmed for them that, yes, they were blind. And they were sinful for thinking that they weren't. They were people of God, but somehow they had started to see religious law as more important than the love of God. Their spiritual blindness caused them to throw a healed man out of the temple and then condemn his healer. Which is where today's gospel begins. After calling the authorities blind and sinful, Jesus says this to them. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief and a bandit. They needed to stop trying to access God by despising other members of God's creation. They had been treating the law as an idol and condemning anyone who did things differently. They were bandits, hijacking God's law for their own purposes, thieves taking access to the temple away from anyone who was not like them. 
Jesus, the good shepherd, is a figure of love, not of exclusivity. It is worth saying that Jesus' metaphors are often a little ambiguous and hard to interpret. For example, it's hard to pin down whether our paschal lamb claims to be the shepherd or the gate or the gatekeeper in any given moment. This tells me that he left room for us to know him in all things and to be transformed by his guidance, his presence in many kinds of situations throughout all the seasons of our lives. Now, Usually, it isn't so transformative to apply Jesus' metaphors to the lives of other people. It was much easier just now for me to tell you how the temple officials were thieves and bandits than it is for for me to tell you how I am a thief and a bandit. And yet... That is precisely what Jesus asks me to explore. How can I find the gate if I can't even see how I am throwing myself over the wall and probably stepping on others in order to do so? So, I want to invite each of us into a moment of exploring what our Good Shepherd's metaphor is saying to us today How is Jesus speaking into my life, and how is Jesus speaking into your life? First, what is the sheepfold? What is it that you yearn to enter into? Where is that space of safety, community, energy, and love that Jesus invites you to? Hold your own image of sheepfolds gently at the front of your mind. And now, deep breath, what are the ways that you have been a thief or a bandit in your attempts to enter the sheepfold? Have you tried to get there over the wall of possessions, social status, or a belief that you are better than others? through toxic relationships, substances, or by justifying your hatred toward others? Have you carelessly tried to get into the sheepfold of your deepest desires while stealing space or resources or dignity from somebody else? We all have. And Jesus invites us to recognize how we have so that we can stop. And finally, what is the proper door through which Jesus invites you to enter? Is it humility? Is it service? Is it community or surrender? Justice or forgiveness? Is it generosity? Is it mercy? Is it goodness, patience, or love? These are just some of his other names. Not everyone knows him by the name Jesus. And I don't think he's prideful enough to care much about that. Jesus, the good shepherd, is a figure of gentle guidance, 
not of technicalities. Today I hear him calling us to yearn for a place where we and everyone else can be fully alive, safe, and beloved. Not by taking cheap shortcuts. Not by presuming to know one way that all people must go. Not by justifying hatred or indifference toward others. But by listening to the voice of our shepherd. And by letting the source of love call us through the passageway by which we were meant to enter into the fullness of our life and purpose together. May we be guided through the gate by love, that we may be agents of love, that we may be companioned by love, accountable to and challenged by love, protected and held by love, and that we may be set free from the bondage of hatred that seeks to keep us away from love. What if the sheepfold is simply and amazingly the life abundant that Jesus came to give us? And what if we can choose one of two different kinds of ways to try to get in? By throwing ourselves over the wall with the acts of self-interest and hatred toward others, or by walking in through the door of love. One kind of option is compatible with abundant life, and one is not. May we choose abundant life by choosing to enter through a door of love. Amen.